welcome to the Consulting Edge podcast. If you want to find out how to turn your knowledge and expertise into a consulting business, find your edge and become a seven-figure consultantpreneur in the digital age from startup to scale up, then this podcast is for you. I'm your host, Masood Hassan, and every week I'll take you through practical content that you can use to turn what you know into a lifetime of multiple income streams, work less and grow faster smartly. These are methods that I actually use to do my own consulting work and how I built up my own consulting business over the last 25 years. For each episode, I'll create a custom action guide so you know exactly what steps to take to help you get results really fast. My ambition is to change the future of 1 million people to break out on their own and create new business value. 1 million independent consultants, 1 million stories, 1 million futures. So be sure to subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform and join me now for this week's episode. Hi, welcome to episode two of the Consulting Edge podcast. Hey, how are you? How have you been over the week? Not sure what time zone you're in, but welcome. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you may be. If it's your first time visiting, then welcome. I'm your host, Masood Hassan. In episode one, I spoke about five things. My motivation for doing the Consulting Edge podcast and my story. Number two, why breaking out and becoming an independent entrepreneurial consultant? What I call a consultantpreneur is so lucrative. Number three, I spoke about how to cut the learning curve to become financially independent. Number four, the whole concept of the consultantpreneur and what that really meant and what the magic trick was. Number five was a set of actions to get you going. Now, I hope you've listened to episode one. And if you haven't, please check it out. That'd be great. And if you did, thank you for taking the time to do that. What I've tried to do in each episode is set out a set of action guides that you can start working on on your consulting journey. And I hope you've had a chance to go through the questions that I set last time. I also wanted to thank all of those who sent me emails and connected with me on LinkedIn. Your stories are inspiring. So thank you so much for that. I really appreciate it. You can drop me a line on Masood at theconsultingedge.co or reach out to me on LinkedIn. I've also set up a Facebook page just for the Consulting Edge podcast. So you can join that community as well, but it's by invitation only. So here we are on episode two. Thanks again for joining. And today what I want to discuss with you is about unlocking that consultant in you. What I mean by that is that what you're doing right now or about to do is only the tip of the iceberg. There's potentially so much more that can be done and that's so much more that you could be doing. Unlocking the consultant in you is about knowing who you are, your brand, your skill set, and where you stand in your industry as the expert. And I want to help you unlock that potential. So what I'd like to cover in this podcast are three clarifications and three areas where it's important that as a consultant, you position your expertise appropriately. I'll share with you what that means and also the path that leads you there. Knowing where you are right now and where you want to get to will help you get clarity on what type of consulting you want to do. It's really important to get a perspective of this and the path that leads you there. For example, you may still be working in a full-time job and wanting to do consulting as a side hustle. You may already have a consulting business but are struggling to get more clients or not able to deliver work. You know, there's a consultant in each of us. And that couldn't be a truer statement. Consulting is one of the best ways to turn your knowledge and expertise into a business. A consultant is an expert who advises others in specific field in practically just about every industry you can think of. All of us have acted as free consultants or advisors sometime at some place. 
to somebody. I mean, how many times have you been asked, have you got a minute? Can I just talk to you? Can you just let me know how this works? Can you tell me how to do this? Mostly, it's unsolicited. And in almost all walks of life, there's a compelling message in everyone that's just waiting to be shared. You're giving advice every single day. So why not get paid for doing it? But when it comes to paid consultancy, the matter gets a bit more serious. Packaging what you know in a way that you can sell, can provide advice and get paid for it is different. You know, why should people give you money for what you know? Consulting is a little bit intangible. You'll always get asked the question, well, what is it you're actually giving me? What is it that you're trying to resolve? What is it that you're actually going to provide? Consulting is often about helping to solve problems. The problem is that there are thousands of consultants out there. And I think the funky business guys summed it up really well. They said the surplus society has a surplus of similar companies employing similar people with similar education backgrounds, coming up with similar ideas and producing the same similar things with similar prices and similar quality. So where's the differentiation? Where's the difference? If we're all churning out the same sort of thing, doing the same sort of thing, then where will the difference be? Look, what I've learned is that to stand out from the crowd is to be comfortable with who you are. Have confidence to be unique and the strength to let your individuality shine. Great things can happen when you set yourself up to be noticed in the right ways. So I want to clarify three things before we get into this week's episode in detail. I know that some of you listening will already be doing some sort of consulting in some form or another, or even thinking about breaking out and getting into consulting. But I'm hopeful that there's useful perspective here for everybody. So if you're providing any sort of advice, either management, strategy, IT, marketing, or working in a company where you want to try and do this as a side hustle, or even as part of some organization that already has a consulting capability built into it, you're providing professional services of any general kind. But anyone who gives professional advice, services for a living, I'm going to refer to all of these as consultants. But I want to make one thing really clear. There is a difference in selling your knowledge versus selling your expertise. Both are very different. In many cases, I can write a book and I can have my knowledge distilled in a few chunks of wisdom. These blocks of knowledge then become what I pass on to everyone else. And it's easy for them to say, well, thanks very much, Masood. Um, I've got everything I need. I'll take it from here. Well, that's not consulting. Consulting is about applying your expertise. So how do you turn your knowledge into high-level expertise that you can sell onto potential clients? Some common mistakes that experts in business development make is that they try and sell their knowledge to clients, thinking that this is what they want. An endless stream of knowledge has no value on its own, right? The real value is in your experience of applying that knowledge to solve problems and get a result. Once you start to understand your target audience and begin to focus on their problems, Selling gets a whole lot easier, provided you have the expertise to help them solve their problems in the first place. Look, a prospect takes a big risk when buying services. They're never really sure exactly what they're going to get for their money until they've got it. And that's a topic for another podcast, I'd say. Look, the difference between expertise and knowledge is slim in terms of the dictionary, and some would argue they're the same. I wouldn't. I'd say they're different. While knowledge is described as information required through experience or education, Expertise implies being a leader in a field through having a level of skill that goes beyond just knowing things. It's about implementing them. 
The second thing I wanted to clear is that I've made really two assumptions here. I'm making the assumption that you're already an expert or you've got something that you believe will be valuable to others. And then secondly, that you're looking to do some level of business consulting. And that's what I class as B2B consulting. And the third clarification I want to make is the difference between a consultant, a contractor, a freelancer, and a coach. Because all of these get washed up into one sentence said in the same breath when we're talking about services. And they're different. Look, I'm not trying to teach you definitions here, but briefly, a consultant's role is typically to evaluate your client's needs and provide expert advice on what needs to get done. A contractor or a freelancer will usually carry that work out. A consultant can move from being an advisor into a contractor if they're offered to either do the implementation or the delivery of that work. It's important to make that distinction because it'll have a massive impact on how you shape your fees and how you position yourself in that marketplace and your reputation in the industry that you're working in. Consulting is about three things. Winning business, delivering business, and everything else in between. It's predominantly about marketing and finding clients and then delivering that work. Look, when I set up my own consulting business as an independent consultant, I had to work out how to get business and then deliver that work. Finding people to help me deliver that work was extremely difficult. There was certain expectation that I had and how I wanted that work to be delivered. I had a set of standards and a quality of output, which was really focused around getting real client results. And finding those people was hard. So I developed a structured program of training where anyone who wanted to work with me had to go through this program of training. Their reward was to get onto the project. It was important for me to take those consultants through that process because then I knew the outputs would be consistent, reliable, and repeatable. My consulting operating model relied on using external consultants for delivery work. I used experienced people to help me deliver the work. It gave me peace of mind that the consultants that I was working with had the same level of standard and expectations that I would expect if I was doing the work on a project with a client. I used experienced people to help me deliver that work. And that model really worked well. In many of the projects, I actually used client resources as my team. And that meant I ended up training client teams in consulting techniques. I mean, that was a double bonus. Clients really loved the value and the benefit they got from doing that. It also geared up their own people to understand how to do consulting and build up an internal capability that they never had before. It also helped me because that meant that I didn't have a heavy cost burden to be able to deliver projects with hired people. And that released me to be able to get out of the delivery mode and also then start focusing on selling while serving. It also gave me the opportunity to move on to a different type of fee structure. But in essence, it was really around getting me onto retainers and monthly fees to keep me on a client project while the internal team was executing and delivering the project. So part of what I'm sharing with you is the model that I used, not only to sell work, but also to deliver it as well. And what that started to do for me was start to form a pattern of the type of consultant that I would be looking for in my consulting company to be able to deliver work in the right way and also help me do business development. It also helped the consultants that I was working with to stand up on their own two feet and create a business that was on solid foundations for them. So what I want to share with you are my thoughts on two areas. One, what I call the iron triangle, and we'll go through what the iron triangle is. And then secondly, about expert positioning. So the iron triangle is all about understanding three things. 
You can imagine an equal triangle. And at the corner of each of those triangles, just imagine you've got three key areas. Your level of knowledge and expertise on one point, your reputation and your brand on the second corner, and on the third corner of that triangle, you've got your consulting skill set and competencies. Now, all three of those are different. Your knowledge and your expertise is what you know. It's what you've grown up with. It's what you actually have got experience in. And it's probably as a result of the work that you've been doing or the job that you've had in the past. But how much do you really know? You know, I was asked a question by a very senior partner in the organization that I originally worked in. It was Masood, I know you're a supply chain guy, but how much do you really know? And that was quite an insightful question. Because once you reflect inside you and start to understand your experience and your expertise, maybe in a very, very, very specific area. But when you start to broaden that out, you realize actually you don't know as much as you think you do. The second corner of that triangle is your reputation and your brand. How well are you known out there for what you do? Who knows you? What articles have you written? What papers are you in? Where can people quote you? Where does your name keep cropping up? And in what forums are you actually being talked about? The third that part of that triangle, as I said, was the skill set and capability. There's a lot of skills that are needed within consulting, all the way from looking for clients through to prospecting, all the way from prospecting through to maturing clients, looking at needs, framing problems, actually understanding how to then go through that whole sales cycle. The skill set that you're using to do a job is different to the skill sets that you need to actually do consulting. Now, all of these are key. And that triangle necessarily isn't equal. Your triangle may be different. Your triangle may be skewed one way or the other. You may have more knowledge and expertise, but not so much capability and skills in consulting, and less so in your reputation in your industry. Or your reputation in the industry may be great, but your skill set is not so much. And all of these are key. And it doesn't matter if you're just starting out or really mature in certain areas, and not in others. Look, building a consulting business just takes time. There's no shortcuts to it. But getting the fundamentals in place and building a strong foundation is absolutely key. Look, when you're an expert in your industry and you position yourself well, there are three key benefits that happen quickly. Number one, the business starts coming to you. When you're at the top of your game, what I call being iconic in your industry, then the business starts to come to you. That switch in your business dynamic is a singularly satisfying moment in the life of a consultantpreneur, and it's lucrative. Number two, you can add a zero to your income. Now, there's many ways of earning an income. You can actually go for the whole day working nine to five on a minimum wage, or you can be recognized as a leading authority and earn exponentially more for a shorter period of time. In the latter model, the hours of work no longer determine your remuneration. There's a very different status of work that's been elevated. And people pay you in accordance with that perception. Perceived expertise is worth more than money. Look, as a practical example, just imagine that you're working as a consultant with a client and you're, and you're actually doing work day in, day out. You're working like crazy. You're moving from one project to another and you finally end up invoicing dollar X. Now, just imagine if Gary Vaynerchuk walked in, just drops by and does a speech about business development. The same business would add an additional three zeros to his paycheck. Is it because Gary V's worked harder than you? No, it's because of the equity of his name. Gary V's brand is worth a lot more money. 
Look, I'm not saying Gary Vee didn't work hard to where he got to, but look, his rewards then become relative to the perceived status that he's developed. Number three, it's deeply fulfilling. Look, being an expert provides a sense of career and personal satisfaction that's unparalleled. There's nothing quite so fulfilling as rising above the status of a small cog in a big machine and being able to comment upon advice, solve issues that cause a great deal of anxiety to others and being the solutions person is a rewarding situation. So those are the three benefits of expert positioning. Business starts coming to you. You can add a zero to your income, if not two zeros or even three, and it's deeply fulfilling. The path to get there is what I want to describe to you next. And there is a number of transitions that you'll find as you progress in your consulting business. And there are four stages of maturity that I believe that consultants go through as they start to develop their business. In parallel to the level of knowledge and expertise you have, your reputation and your brand, and the consulting skills that you have. And those four stages are very simple. And it's the natural ability of you transiting from one stage to another around those three points on the iron triangle. Those four stages often start with being a specialist, moving on to becoming an authority, then becoming a leader in your space, and then eventually becoming iconic. At that specialist stage, your expertise is contained in the work that you do, and you only know about it. The expertise is still in your head. You can speak about it with others, but it's not structured or formatted in any way. Look, you may have consulting skills that are now developed and you have some of the tools and techniques and experiences you need to actually carry out some consulting assignments. At this point, you're confident that the skills and competencies you have are understood, but it's only in your specialised area that you operate in. You've also realised that there's a wider world in your industry and you've started to network. You're reading industry publications, you're going to events and meeting others, and you're exploring this sort of entire universe of your industry. You compare your views, your knowledge, and what you're doing, and comparing that to others, because your performance is actually beginning to matter to you. And you have some sort of form of frameworks and approaches that you're clear about, and you start to put in proposals and the business development work together to start to demonstrate some sort of value to the client. At the authority stage, your consulting skills are well and truly honed into the work that you do. You understand all aspects of lead generation, development of sales cycle, delivering projects, solutions for clients. You understand how to deal and manage stakeholder communities, and you know how to start working with teams of people outside of your own space. You're displaying initiative, thinking critically. You can see what should be done. You start to make things happen because you know it needs to be done and you're the person to do it. You're developing a passion for what you do and you no longer require guidance or possibly even employment of others. You're heading up your own work. You're initiating your own projects. You understand enough about your industry to start operating independently within it. At the leader stage, you're able to work on all fronts. You can do business development. You can do thought leadership. You can develop client relationships. You can actually deliver work and sell work at the same time. You know what it takes to deliver multiple projects at the same time. At this stage, you're developing a reputation, becoming known as formidable. The key players in your industry, they know who you are now. And you're also getting recommended by others. You're becoming the answer to the question, you know what, you should be talking to that guy. Your work has developed a unique consulting signature. You move beyond your independence. You're now pioneering. And you found better ways of doing things. You're able to be artistic about what you do rather than just merely functional. You're now starting to become iconic. At the iconic stage, you're actually an icon. 
You've been doing this so long, so brilliantly, with such consistency, that your name is actually mentioned everywhere and remembered long after you've gone. Your name's indelibly etched into the consciousness of the industry and the people that you've worked with. You're a master of your craft. Business automatically comes to you because you're the go-to person. Clients have no choice but to come to you. You're exerting the beginnings of control and influence over your industry. You're now at such a level of mastery and expertise that the industry looks to you for guidance. You're strongly opinionated. You no longer need approval of others. You don't play by the expected rules. You determine them. You're a voice and an authority. You're so good that people have no other option but to come to you. So those four stages of maturity are what most people pass through. Have a think about where you are against those stages. Are you a specialist? Are you an authority? Are you a leader? Are you iconic? And do it with the backdrop in mind of the Iron Triangle. Against those four stages, where are you against your level of knowledge and expertise? Where are you against your reputation and your brand? And where are you against your consulting skill set and competencies that you have? Look, not all consultants are created equal. You know, I started off on ground zero. So being clear about where you are and being honest to yourself is really important. So don't pull the wool over your eyes and say, well, it'll be okay. I think I'm all right for now. So what stage are you now? What comes next? Where do you rank? It's important because your level of fees and your position will depend on how you position your expertise in what you have. And your reputation will depend on how you expertly position yourself. Look, in this golden age of expertise, there's three things that are very, very clear. It's never been easier to find an expert in any given field. You can just go on Google and you can find somebody. Number two, you can learn directly from that expert very easily. There's lots of stuff on the internet. There's lots of stuff out there that actually gives you advice on what you need to do. And thirdly, you can actually build upon what the experts teach you to develop your own body of work. But there's a huge problem today. While it's never been easy to work with experts, it also means it's never been easy to waste your time or your money on fakes. So it's really important to know how you tell the real experts from the fakes. Look, when you start going through the stages of maturity and really understanding how you relate the iron triangle to those four stages of maturity, you start to learn how to stand out from the crowd. It's about being comfortable with who you are, have the confidence to be unique and the strength to let your individuality shine. Look, great things can happen when you set yourself up to be noticed in the right ways. Unlocking the consultant in you is about knowing who you are your brand, your skill set, and where you stand in your industry as the expert. Well, that's the end of episode two. I hope you've enjoyed some of the content. Look, we've covered a lot of ground today. Thank you so much for listening to the second episode of the Consulting Edge podcast. And if you've made it all the way to the end again, thank you for doing so. I'm humbled again by the fact that you've taken the time to listen. If you found today's process valuable, I'll be incredibly grateful if you can please share this episode with others and leave a five-star review on iTunes or Spotify to help spread the word. But before I go, I've got three actions for you to think about. Let's start with what you have right now. Start with your means. Don't wait for the perfect moment. Start taking action based on what you already have and available. Your experience, your know-how, and what you know. Here are my three questions. Where are you right now? Where do you think you are in your journey? You know, be true to yourself. At what stage are you really at? Number two, what's my purpose? What should my purpose be? And why am I doing the type of consulting that I'm doing? Is it the right type of consulting? Is it the right area of consulting? 
Is it the right level of consulting? Number three, what's my capability? What am I really able to do? And remember the skill sets that we spoke about earlier on. And number four, what's your network like right now? Who are you connected with? Who are you talking to? Who knows you? Give yourself an hour and go somewhere uninterrupted. Put yourself in a really positive state. You're about to embark on a fantastic journey to shape your future. So get writing. And as you do, please take time to think about some of the things that you can start to take immediate action on, which actually move you closer to taking your first step in creating your consulting business. When you're done, please drop me a line on Masood at consultingedge.co. And I'd love to hear more about your story and about what you've done so far. If you've got any questions at all, please drop me a line. I'll respond to you. In episode three, we'll get going on your 30, 60, 90 day plan, no matter where you are in your journey. I'll break down for you your roadmap on the areas that we need to cover to get your consulting business on turbocharge and share with you the three core principles behind being a successful consultantpreneur. Look, stay confident in what you're doing. You've got this. There's a lot of content that I'm going to be covering over the next few weeks. I know it's a lot there, and sometimes it can become overwhelming. But if you bear with me, I'll take you through that journey and hold your hand and guide you through it. Creating your market of one is really important. Positioning yourself as the go-to name in your industry. Because when you're known as the expert, the icon, the thought leader, the business will come to you. Hey, thanks for listening. I'm truly blessed. I hope that you managed to get some real value and insight from this week's show. Don't forget, you can sign up and download each action guide for free or email me directly on masood at theconsultingedge.co if you want to connect. Hey, I'd love to hear about your story and also to let me know what you'd like to listen to on any of the future series of the podcast. Until then, here's to your continued success to find your consulting edge become a consultantpreneur and be part of the One Million Futures.